You're now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast, your daily podcast for sports card news and opinions. What's up, podcast? So before we get into today's episode, I want to talk to you about our newest sponsor, Starstock. Starstock is building a sports card marketplace aimed to be faster and cheaper for flipping sports cards than any other platform, and it's launching next week. This is a ground-level moment, and Starstock is currently looking for people who want to start selling their cards on this new platform. Here's what Starstock is offering. 5% commission, no ingestion fee, you can send your cards, and it makes it easy to list. Cards are guaranteed and secured in a vault. You can also choose to ship your cards back at any time or store them there or push them to the market whenever you feel the time is right. You can buy, flip, and sell your cards on the platform with just a click of a button. If you are interested in getting involved as a seller, you can contact Mike at StarStock.com. StarStock is looking for current rookie cards and prospects. For more information, you can also contact Mike at StarStock.com. Now let's get into the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I am excited to announce that sports are starting to come back. We are starting to see some major leagues announce that they're coming back. Well, at least one major league. Cause, so the Bundesliga basically is the German soccer league. And I think probably like, I forget if I, I forget if I had mentioned it on a previous episode, but uh, there were some rumblings that they were going to be coming back in May. And it looks like now the, uh, the announcement came out on Wednesday, if you're listening to this on Wednesday. So it came out, today because today's Wednesday um so that's exciting and I think one thing that I am doing for the future or in the in the next few weeks before the league starts is I'm going to be doing some more research on these players and I mean because I think the, the Bundesliga in general is like one of my favorite soccer leagues so like throughout episodes I've kind of given out names of players that I like from this league and um so I mean I'm going to be but I'm going to be trying to find some more players because I think what's going to happen from this league coming back and basically being the only league that's going to be on on TV other than the Korean Baseball League which is another the second part of this episode that I'm going to be talking about in a little bit uh, but so with some of these players with this being the only basically the only league on TV I think what you ha- there's a potential that you could see some of these players who are maybe average-ish get more publicity, uh, and that could then lead to them moving to bigger teams. So it's very similar to the original point that I was making when I was talking about players that play in this league or smaller leagues. I think I made this point back in like December. There was a podcast where I was talking about Holland, and I was saying he plays for an Austrian team, and he could move to a bigger team. Uh, and he did, he moved to Dortmund and then he also, now, I mean, now, I don't know when his contract is kind of up next. I think he probably has a year or two, I guess, I would guess in this league before he would get transferred or go to a different team. But you want to look at players who are playing in the smaller divisions that have the chance to go to a larger league. And that's a good way to, that. it's sort of like prospecting in baseball in a way where you are, you're looking at the player's potential, not necessarily not necessarily their performance on the field and it, it does have to do with performance. I mean, if a player is pl- if a player has potential but then they play in a like a league and they just stink, like that's obviously not someone you want to look into. Um like if Halan had come to 
Dortmund and just like stunk, like hadn't, wasn't good. Like then obviously that call would have been incorrect. But I think with this Bundesliga, with this soccer league being the only thing that's on TV, I think you're, you're, there's a potential. I also think that this could be one of the jumping points for soccer cards in America because people are going to, at least I think so. I mean, with it being the only league, I can't imagine if anybody was sort of interested in soccer, but they hadn't really jumped in. Like this is going to be a lot of people's potentially first, first um, interaction with soccer. And if they like it, that'll obviously help the card market for soccer. If they don't like it, you know, that's not good. But I think if someone was sort of interested in trying to follow some players or follow a league, with this being the only league that's going to be on for a majority, I don't know how long the next league comes back, but it looks like there's some baseball and some potential basketball dates that they've sort of sent out that some people are saying are false, some people are saying are true. You know, I, I, I don't want to speculate here, but so but I'm talking about the Bundesliga. Bundesliga is back, and this is going to be an opportunity, I think, for... I think if you, because what I'm going to be doing, and I, I already have a list of players I like in this league, but I want to start trying to find maybe some more players from this league that either are going to get more publicity or could, not really more publicity, but the league itself is going to be, it's going to have eyes on it. So like, if people are interested in the soccer market and they are interested in this league, they may look for players in the league and say, well, I'm going to buy that person's card. So I'm going to be looking more into it. I already have a list of people, but either way, I'm, I'm excited that it's coming back. And I mean, it's just exciting that, you know, even though it's only in Germany, that doesn't really necessarily mean that American sports will be coming back this month or next month. But I think it's, it's encouraging that we're seeing some leagues finally take action saying we're starting the league and you know it's for baseball they're saying like we don't want to play without fans but like you know they say that and I you know they they say that but like and obviously for them I think it's a little bit or maybe not obviously but for them it's probably a little bit different because like they're not they're they're not working but they're still they're still getting paid technically because I'm assuming that has to do with something with the Players Association. Like, they're still getting all their checks, but eventually it's going to get to a point where the owners are probably going to come and say, well, we we can't, if there's no games on the field, we can't pay you. Or, like, I mean, unless they're doing something where, and this is where I think, for example, um, companies that have done a good job, I think, with this is, like, a company like Barstool, because Barstool has still, they're still doing the rundown every day, which is, like, their daily... Uh, news story recap show. But I think maybe the person who's done the best job of this, which, I mean, isn't a surprise. If you follow Barstool, he's one of the best personalities on there is Big Cat. Like, he... His... The, the If you haven't followed this, he started a coaching career mode in NCAA football. I think it was 2014, like the last one. And he has turned it into, like, a like a very, I think a very, like one of the best internet series that we I've seen from this kind of quarantine era, like the quarantine um, time period, I guess you could call it. But like the way that he, like he's getting like college, like college, the official blue checkmark college teams are starting to interact with some of his stuff and they're like the bowls that he's playing in are sending him trophies and like it's also hilarious because there was a guy that looks like the co- like he he made the coach look like 
this just like obscure character. And then there's a person who's a Barstool fan who looks like this guy. So like in it all, I feel like it all has just worked out perfectly for that content. And I think it's probably some of the best content on the internet I've seen because, because of the interactions that it's getting and like, they've got like merch that they're coming out with and like, they've got their designers doing like making up, making fake, um, magazine covers. It's, it's incredible. And I, I mean, it's, and I forget exactly. And I got to this point again, where I sometimes will forget what the point was. I think it's just that during, Oh, Oh, okay. I know. I remember it's, it's, if, if teams or somebody can get a similar, uh, interaction, that they're doing what Barstool was, what Barstool is doing. There's potential where they might get like sponsors for that. I mean, I just don't know what, at what point the owners have to be like, we have to figure out a way to bring in some of this revenue. And with the internet, I, I don't think it's impossible. Like, I think it's very possible if they wanted to figure out like if, you know, and I don't know why players aren't thinking about doing this. Like, I don't know why players are more players aren't like, putting together like either like classes or doing stuff online to like this would be a perfect opportunity if one of the if one of the players wanted to do something like that because they they I would imagine they have the time they have team workouts so like they could even use potentially workouts that they're given to and and show like this is how a major league player works out like I it's not like a there's no there's there's rare it's rare that you'll find secrets in workouts I would imagine or and maybe this is me coming from somebody who doesn't really work out that often and doesn't I'm not a professional athlete so maybe I don't know uh also this it reminds me of a time where Kevin Durant was doing this warm-up and I don't remember I don't think this is actually even significant at all but like he was doing this warm-up where he was like he was he had his back to the basket he was jumping back and forth on like two on like one foot to the other and it was like the craziest most ridiculous looking workout but it's like I think that's one reason why maybe Kevin Durant is probably one of the best players because that workout for whatever reason translate to translate to some sort of move. So, you know, maybe there are secrets that we that the average fan doesn't know, but I think this would be a perfect opportunity for like some sort of athlete to become more famous basically, like if that makes sense, like get get more publicity online and I think that's what's, I just, I, I, with the Bundesliga coming back, I just have a feeling that this is what's going to happen with some of these players in the league who maybe aren't superstars. They're, I think there, there's going to be a certain, there's going to be some players that I think become superstars that maybe weren't considered that because of how many people are watching. And I bet you, you're going to have like, I mean, cause what's going to happen is like some, maybe not a random player, but maybe an average to above average player is going to score some like crazy goal. And then you're going to see like Ronaldo or you're going to see like Messi or somebody, some big name is going to like tweet out the clip. And then that's, what's going to be, that's how that person is going to become like a superstar. So I'm going to be trying to figure out potentially who that might be. Now there's obviously the big names we know, like Sancho, there's uh Timo Warner, there is Holland. There is um, Kai from 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 my standpoint is one of the other players that I like. Kai Havzart, I think this is his name in in that league. Uh, so those are some of the bigger names that I know of. I mean, there's obviously Thomas Mueller. Um, there's the other. The, um, there's a guy that has like a long last name that starts with an L in that league. But I think there's going to be some players that will project themselves into stardom because of this 
because of this quarantine, essentially. So now the second point that, I, that I'm going to be talking about on this podcast is the Korean Baseball League is back. Now, the, you can bet on the Korean Baseball League, and I did, and I lost two games. Though I'm 0-2 so far. Uh, I bet two underdogs, and one of them almost won. So, you know, if that one had won, I would have made up for both of the bets that I lost if one had won. Either way. The point that I'm trying to make and how that relates to cards is that you don't want to, and you know, for me, with betting, I am more interested in having bets than I am in actually making money from the bets. And maybe it's similar with sports cards. Like, I've made some money with sports cards. I wouldn't say, actually, I mean, I guess I have made some money betting, but it was on, like, I, I put a long shot in for, like, a parlay for the Warriors and... Raptors when the Raptors won the championship and I put like a long shot parlay and I won so like I did make some money there but like in in like my day-to-day kind of betting um it's more of I'm I want to be able to have action like so I my my unit size which is if you're a sports better a unit is like how much you bet so for some people it's like $50 some people it's $100 some people it's $5 um, people don't really like share their unit size and I'm not hundred percent sure why I think it's just, I don't, I don't know. I don't necessarily know. It's a, it's a, but it's a percentage of how much money you have in your account. So like for me, I don't have like a ton, like I have like a hundred dollars probably in my account, like $120. So like, I'd rather, I'd rather bet low amounts on like a bunch of games and then have the action on the games then bet like all of my account on two games because if I had done that last night I would have lost all my money essentially and and obviously betting on the Korean baseball league is um not I have no knowledge on the Korean baseball league so it's like I literally just went to Reddit and I went to the like Korean baseball uh, the sports book read it and I went to the Korean baseball league thread and I looked through the thread and like one person was like Mike Wright was the pitcher or something for one of the teams and he he was an old Orioles pitcher. And so, like, the person was like, I'm fading him because I'm an Orioles fan, and I know how bad he is. And I was like, well, there's that's the reason why I'm going to pick the other team, which the team that he was pitching for was a minus 7, uh, 100, 175 uh, favorite, and the underdog was my, was plus 125, I think. So, um, basically the whole point, and, it, and it, how it relates to sports cards, is going all in can be a little bit dangerous. And it can be something where it may not even be worth it, realistically. Like, for me, I wouldn't, I like, I don't have all of my money and my savings in sports cards. Like, I have some of the money in sports cards. And, you know, and then there's also times where it's like, it's like I'm putting in a small, like, for example, I, I put in a small bet because I just feel like that's kind of a fun thing to do. Like, like I'll, I'll buy 10 of the Laker um, Shaq cards for like 50 cents a piece. Because it's just like I don't know, whatever. It's kind of fun. Like it. So for for me, these Korean baseball league games are basically going to be the same thing. Like it's, I just want to, I want to, you know, the the interesting thing about betting on sports that I found is that I I obviously I enjoy winning. Um, but the I enjoy the anticipation of the game of having the bet in because it's like you're not putting a bet in thinking you're going to lose, and it's similar with sports cards. Like you're not. I'm not buying sports cards uh, because I think the price is going to go down. Like the anticipation of the game coming up is obviously is one of the main reasons. And like, that's, I don't know. And that's kind of the whole, the whole point of this is like, you don't want to, 
you don't want to go all in on one card or you don't want to go all in on like a few cards. Like you want to st- you want to always have the ability to kind of um to get out of it, I guess if that makes sense. And and the thing with sports cards is that's that's the great part about it is that if you feel like you either are too leveraged or you're too much in it, you can get out of it on like betting on sports where like if you lose the bet, you lose all your money. If I wanted to sell back all those shock those shack cards, it may be hard because like I'd have to find someone to buy them, but like I haven't technically lost any of my money because like even I haven't lost all the money. Maybe I've lost some of the money, but like I could sell them all back eventually and get my money back if I wanted to. So that's kind of the difference between sports betting and like buying sports cards. But the whole point is that like I'm betting on the Korean baseball. Like I'm not betting like a hundred, I'm not betting my whole bankroll on the Korean baseball. Like I'm betting like a couple bucks, like just because I'm interested in having action on the game and it's fun and I want to learn. I don't, I don't think I'll, once regular sports come back, I probably won't be betting on the Korean baseball league, but like for now, that's all we've got. So that's why I, uh, that's why even if you follow me on Twitter or you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I was, <laughs> that I was putting in bets on the, on the games. Um, and I don't know, it may even be something that I do a couple times and I don't really like it. That's another thing with, with betting and with buying sports cards. Like if you do something a couple times, and you don't like it, you can just stop doing it. And I understand that, you know, some people can't. So like, don't, if you have, if you are compulsive, it may not be something that you want to do, I guess. And that's my, um, for me, I've definitely gone through periods of time where it was like, I put in bets and then I lost, I, like I would lose five, six bets in a row or something like that. And then I would take a little bit of a break. And I understand that's not the case for everybody. Everybody can't do that. But for me, it's something that I can do. And it's something with, with sports cards too. Like, Maybe somebody who is interested in sports cards buys a bunch of them and they don't, they don't, um, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. They, maybe they don't know how to, how to stop buying them. But like if, but the thing with sports cards, you can sell them and make basically most of your money back. So that's kind of the comparison and just don't, don't be going all in on cards. If that also is another, uh, another point to maybe make here. But if you want to, like, I'm not saying don't. Um, I'm just saying you got to be careful when you are because if you go all in and you lose, like, with sports cards, you can at least sell them back. But with betting, you can't. You can't get the money back if you lose. But, you know, that's kind of it. Those are kind of the two points I want to talk about. It's exciting sports are back. I want to thank our sponsor, Starstock. I want to uh, thank everyone for listening. If you want to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or uh, TikTok, it's Heroes for Sale. Let's see what else. If you want to leave a review on iTunes, that would be great. If you want to share the podcast, that also would be phenomenal. I would really appreciate that, either on Twitter or on Instagram. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.